The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So this will be the second talk on the faculty of wisdom. And it's a part of the field of wisdom to be motivated to understand, to be propelled or inspired or have no other choice, but to engage in the practice of becoming free of suffering. And so suffering in one way or the other is the the cauldron fire which for which practice the interest in mindfulness and concentration and showing up being present arises. As we begin to practice a very important uh, function or capacity of wisdom, of panya, is as we get more clear, as we are more mindful, we start making distinctions. And so there's also uh, distinguishing wisdom. This is not uh, a wisdom that's so sophisticated, but it's the wisdom that arises out of wisdom that arises out of um, the um, um, our clarity of mind where we're able to see not just the big buzzing confused events of the moment but we can start seeing clearly the different elements that make it up so for example if I'm sitting or practicing or just being and um, and I feel terrible I guess that's terrible if I'm feeling terrible. But terrible is a very vague, it says something, it points to something, but it's a very vague category. And if, um, as, we, as I settle and get a little bit quieter and start paying attention to what's going on, I can start distinguishing that the part of that are, involves physical experiences of maybe contraction and tension and part of it involves uh, certain kinds of thinking. Some of it involves certain emotions that are present. And to be able to tease apart, to distinguish these different component parts of being terrible gives me a handle on the experience, gives me something to, uh, to be more attentive to, to find some freedom in relationship to. The word terrible, the concept of it, it's a little bit hard to even know what that means and where to start or how to relate to that ex- as an experience. But as the mind's capacity to see clearly develops, we start distinguishing. And if I can see that, oh, part of my terribleness is tension uh, in the body, then I have the opportunity to bring a careful att- attention to that tension. And, uh, and, and maybe I've noticed there's uh, sh- uh, tension in the shoulders, and so I relax my shoulders. And then my whole terrible feeling, the gestalt of it all, begins to shift and maybe quiet down a little bit. Or maybe I notice that I'm feeling really sad. And I hadn't really noticed that I was sad, but when I really see, oh, this is sadness, something releases, something, oh, yes, that's what it is. Maybe I'm not pulling away from the sadness, the discomfort of it, 
uh, unconsciously, but in recognizing it, I kind of said, oh, that's what's happening, the more of a settling. And then this gestalt that I call terrible is starting to begin to change and be a little different. And then I notice that my thinking is, um, I'm thinking about, um, some of you wrote comments here about background, background noise, and, um, and so I'm having all these thoughts about background noise and what should I do and what should I say. And I say, oh, that's the kind of thought I have. I'll just explain it. Probably what you heard was uh, today was the garbage collection day on our street. So if it was intermittent, the sound you heard, it was quite loud, the garbage trucks. And, and there was more banging of garbage cans today than I've ever heard. So... Um, so I don't know if that was the issue, but we'll find out. I'll ask, I'll look into it. So then I see the thoughts, and so the thoughts quiet down. And so slowly, by making distinctions, I start being able to see also that I have some choices. The greater the distinctions we make about what's going on, the greater the choice we have about what uh, our experience is and, and, um, and how we relate to it. So this idea of how we relate to our experience is also part of this distinguishing quality of wisdom. There's always two things happening in a very kind of broad categories. There is what's happening and how we relate to that experience. So there might be something uncomfortable happening and in relationship to that discomfort, there might be uh, fear about it, there might be blame, there might be anger, irritation, there might be distress around it, there might be judgments and ideas about it. This means that something. And those, the experience and the relationship to are two separate things. And we might not be able to change the experience, but we might have some choice with how we relate to it, what we think about it. And, uh, and how we feel about it. Maybe we could just kind of not be so uh, judgmental or maybe we don't have to be so afraid or so glued to it or attacking it or, or kind of entangled with it. And so to be, to be able to see that there is experience and then there's ideas about the experience. And some of those ideas might be true and some of them might be not so true. But to see, oh, here's the experience and here's my idea. Here's a person that I'm seeing and here's my ideas about that person. And it turns out that person looks like one of my elementary school teachers who was really scary. And the reason I feel afraid of this person might be because this idea that I associated with my elementary school teacher. And so to see that, oh, the, on, on one hand, there's my whole inner experience of association and there's the person. To make that distinction, then uh, we, have so, we can make some choice. We can see, oh, there's nothing about that person, really. I can choose to now look at the person more carefully. Or I can tend to look at myself more carefully. So this ability to make distinctions and then to make choices is a very important part of the wisdom factor of practice. And as we begin making, being able to make very simple choices, uh, and this is kind of the heart of 
the this, 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 uh, distinguishing wisdom is to be able to distinguish between that which is healthy and that which is unhealthy. That which is, um, uh, in Buddhist language, is called skillful or unskillful, uh, wholesome or unwholesome, that which is helpful and that which is not helpful. And so we become our own teachers in our ability to make distinctions. So I could see that my judgments and fear around the person who looks like my elementary school teacher, that having that kind of preoccupation that's not necessarily accurate about the person I'm with, that's not so healthy, not so skillful, not so helpful. And so now I can choose to do something skillful. I can be careful about what I say. I can be careful about what I think or how I relate to my view of that person. So we sit in meditation and we start making distinctions. I mean, not that we're actively uh, analyzing, not that we're trying to figure it all out. As the mind gets quieter and becomes clear, as we see more clearly what's here, it's a natural functioning of the mind to be able to, um, it will make distinctions as it quiets down. It will see more clearly, oh, there's this and there's that. And at some point, as the settling comes in, we see that there's this and there's that. It's really clear that if I keep thinking about, um, and if I keep thinking about how, uh, I'm trying to think of something silly that maybe would be painful to keep thinking about, but if I keep thinking about um, uh, all my um, anger at the fact that someone left a little bit of trash outside of IMC on the sidewalk, um, and I keep thinking and repeating it, and I find myself getting more and more irritated, maybe that's not a skillful, helpful train of thought when I'm meditating. Maybe it'd be enough, the skillful thing to do is to acknowledge my irritation, my annoyance, to acknowledge my concern about there's a need to keep the place a little bit clean and cared for during this shelter at home time. And so now that I've acknowledged it, maybe the skillful thing to do now is to settle in and feel the and breathe with the sense of tension that I'm feeling because of thinking about the trash. And so I sit there and feel, and that's skillful to do. That's a good thing to do. I'm not denying it. I'm not criticizing being this way, but I'm finding a skillful, helpful way to be with it. So, uh, distinguishing wisdom. Uh, recognizing that there's almost, almost like a natural capacity, independent of doing a lot of analysis thinking. Uh, maybe a little bit is used sometimes, but it don't, uh, uh, this wonderful capacity to distinguish also relates to how we do the distinguishing. If we keep distinguishing, if we keep seeing distinctions, and it makes us tense and makes us agitated, then it's not so skillful to keep doing it. Maybe we need to find a calmer way to do it, or wait, this is not the time to do it. Maybe that'll come later. Or maybe we can find a way to very gently to make distinctions uh, that help us become more settled and calm and more 
more quiet. And I'll end with this. One of the distinctions that are possible to make is distinguish between different ways of thinking, different tones of voice in which to think, different speeds in which to think, different um, colors in which to think, different images with which to settle into if we think a lot with images. So rather than it's either or with thinking, it's possible to begin thinking in wiser ways or more supportive ways for meditation. So we make the distinction between ways in which we think and if we can choose ways that help us be more settled and become more clear and help the clarity make even further supported distinctions, then we're riding and being supported by our capacity for wisdom. So, um, so if you can, uh, so that's for today. And, uh, and because this distinguishing wisdom thing can seem to be very intellectual or something, uh, remember that we're talking about a form of wisdom that really follows on the foundation of our body, our being grounded, and on our faith, our energy, our mindfulness, and our uh, concentration. So don't be in a hurry to do distinguishing um, wisdom. Just uh, just use what's available that's supporting supportive for you. May distinguishing wisdom support you and all beings. Thank you very much.